this earth Leaving skid marks in the road Cleek marks on the field Footprints in the dirt Giving all glory to the man up above And giving all props to the legends that's before us The voices are the voices we could never be ignored In tune with oneself with travels on one accord The road less travel, we shift into some historic A few ain't enough, we savages wanting more for the great ones Stay focused and maintain That's always the life from the you sun Do what it takes to be a great one? Stand strong and hold your own One day you will be king and last and on the throne Focused and maintain. There's always the light from the Do you sun. Have I put what the it rain. takes to be a great one. Stand strong and hold your own. Yeah. One day you will be king. Do you have what it takes to be great. What it do, baby? This is your boy JB, and you are tuned in to the newest, hottest, freshest sports talk podcast show in the nation. Sports talking with JB. We are back once again on this beautiful podcast Wednesday night, episode number 14. And of course, we are sponsored by Anime's Wingstop, 9943 Cooper Drive, Warrior, Alabama, right off exit 282. Some of the best wings in the state of Alabama, the best food, period. And of course, the official home of the JB Mill. Get your six. Boneless barbecue wings with a sprinkle of lemon pepper, seasoned fries, corn nuggets, Texas toast, and a drink of your choice. You get all that for $9.99 for a limited time. JB Mill, ask about it. Go get it at Anime's Wing Stop, 9943 Cooper Drive, Warrior, Alabama. The number to call is 205-543-4200. Make sure you look them up on Facebook too. Anime's Wing Stop. Also sponsored by Exquisite Barber and Style, 2647 Forbes Drive, Montgomery, Alabama. Call my boy Dez, Padre, or Sean at 334-523-1977. Set you up an appointment, get you the best haircut you'll ever have in your lifetime. They get you right for the weekend, man. You know... Thanksgiving coming up, you got to get that hair cut fresh, get right, get them outfits out. It's going to be going down next week. So hit my boys up if you're in the Montgomery, Alabama or surrounding areas at Exquisite Barber Style. That's 2647 Forest Drive. The number, once again, 334-523-1977. Make that appointment. Holler at my boy Padre or Sean. Also sponsored by Capital City Dent Repair. Serving the greater Montgomery area, specialized in repairing dents, creases, door deans, even hail damage you might have on your vehicle. Call my guy Jonathan at 334-320-6050. Get your free estimate. Look him up on Instagram at Capital City Dents. Also search Capital City Dent Repair on Google. You see five-star reviews everywhere. Because they are number one in customer satisfaction. That's Capital City Dent Repair. Call my guy Jonathan, man. 334-320-6050. He'll get you right. Get them dents out your car. Hey, you looking brand new. And of course, we are powered by Anchor. Download the Anchor app to listen to this podcast. If you don't want to do that and you got Spotify, look us up on Spotify. Sports Talking with JB. Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. And I appreciate all the new listeners we got. 
because I've been getting the words been getting out, man. Shouts out to all my Twitter followers. Follow us on Twitter at Sports Talk JB. Follow me personally at Young underscore ENT underscore. I follow back. I respond. And don't forget the text line. Make sure you hit us up on the text line, man. 334-609-4787. For all your questions, your comments, you want to get on the show, talk about something, text me. I'll hit you back. That's 334-609-4787. Sports Talking with JB. This thing, man, I'm trying to get this thing nationwide, man, worldwide, globally. Trying to get this thing going, man. Sport Talk with JB. I appreciate all y'all for helping me out, man. It's really going down. Episode 14. We got a lot to talk about. Like we always do. We had a great weekend. I know I had a great weekend. Went to the Bama basketball game last Friday. Saw them boys cut up down there at Coleman. Went back to T-Town that Saturday morning to the early game. See up, beat the brakes off New Mexico State. We got... Big game coming up this week. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how Bama and Georgia is on a collision course. Are these college football playoff scenarios, we're we going to talk about that. Auburn blew a 28-3 lead. How the hell did that happen? We're going to speak on that too. Them Cowboys, they bounced back last week, beat the brace out the Falcons. The Buccaneers are a stupid team. Yep, I said it. Mid-season awards. The playoff predictions for the NFL, OBJ in L.A., Odell Beckham, college basketball, the NBA, and more. We got a whole lot on deck for the show tonight. So get your jaws tight. Get ready. Get you some snacks. Go on, get right. It's going down. Follow the show, like I said, Sports Talk JB on all social media platforms. I'm your boy JB, of course, the host. I'm going to take a small break. We're going to come right back, get right into it, talk about college football in just a minute. You are listening to Sports Talking with J.B. I'm just trying to step my cheese. I just want that bad, though. I'm just trying to step my cheese. I just want that bad, though. I just want that. Money, 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 money. We are back live sports talking with JB episode number 14 on this podcast Wednesday. And before we get into the college football recap and talk about that, I want to give my condolences. We lost a um, a rapper, Young Dolph, today. Uh, he was shot and killed in Memphis, his hometown of Memphis, man. Uh, R.I.P. to Young Dolph. So it's a sad situation, man. I just wish, you know, it's so much hate in the world, so much violence in the world. You, you just, it just hurts you, man. You may not have known someone personally, may not even been a fan of them or listen to their music or whatnot, but it still hits you because, you know, especially to the young generation, everybody, you know, they know what they see and what they hear. You know, they only know that they don't know what goes on behind the scenes or whatnot but the street life man there's no love in the streets the streets never love nobody i i, I say that and I'm not saying i ever been in the streets because i haven't been in the streets but i've been around people who's 
who have been in the streets and I know how it goes. I know how it works out there. So just prayers to young Dolph's family, anybody who's involved with him and his life. And, you know, just got to stay prayed up around here, man, because there's so much going on and people dying every day. But sometimes it hits you harder just to see it, you know, get so close to home, especially someone famous in their own hometown. It happens too much, you know. So I just wanted to say that, man, my condolences and just wanted to get that out of the way. Now, let's get into the college football recap. Of course, we got to talk about the top 10 playoffs. I'm going to give y'all talk about some playoff scenarios too before we get into recap. But let's do the top 10 right now, man. College football committee did they top 10. I'm going to give it to y'all like they did it. Number one, of course, Georgia Bulldogs. Number two, Alabama. Three, Oregon. Four, Ohio State. Top four is unchanged. Number five is Cincinnati. Six, Michigan. Number seven, Michigan State. Number eight is Notre Dame. Nine, Oklahoma State. And number 10 is Wake Forest. If y'all looking for uh, Oklahoma, they took that L. To Baylor last Saturday And they are gone They down there I'm 13 or something like that So let me move down a little bit And fit the SEC teams in Ole Miss number 12 Texas A&M's number 16 Arkansas 21 And Mississippi State's number 25 That rounds out the top 25 So The reason I say I want to talk about the scenarios Because I'm looking at this I see seven, the top seven teams who have a legitimate chance of making the playoffs. A legitimate chance. Now, I say that because number eight is Notre Dame, and I don't think they have a chance in hell, man. Notre Dame, for one, they already lost to Cincinnati. And for two, they don't play no damn body. They got an easy-ass schedule. They ain't got a chance to get in that top four. Even if we had chaos, I believe Oklahoma State has a better chance to get in if we had chaos, meaning everybody up there loses another game. Oklahoma could slide in because they only have one loss. But, I mean, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma is out of it. They already lost. They way down at 13. I don't see them coming back up. And Wake Forest at 10, I don't know why Wake Forest up there. They got one loss. Uh -huh, Wake Forest ain't doing that. So, I'm going to stick one through seven. Let me, t let me tell you this. Of course, we know Bama and George is on a collision course. All we got to do is win this Saturday, and we're going to lock in that matchup for uh, December the 5th. I mean, December the 4th is going down. Um, Oregon got a big game. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Ohio State got a big game. Cincinnati, they have one too. Everybody got big games coming up, man. So it's a small margin of error. And we're about to really, the next two weeks, really this next week coming up, can tell a lot of what's going to happen in a couple more weeks when they actually sit the top four in. Because we only got two regular season weeks, and then we got the conference championships on December 4th. So it's about to go down real quick, y'all. Real quick. It's about to go down. All right. Let me recap what we did this past Saturday. Bama handled business, handled business versus New Mexico State at Brian Denny. I was there, of course. 59 to 3. 
We did the thing, started off a little slow. It was 3 nothing, and then we put the gas pedal to the metal and did what we had to do. Let me give y'all some numbers real quick for our stars. Bryce, Bryce Young, 21 for 23, 270 yard, five touchdowns. He did all that really in the first half. Had a QBR 94.6 out of 100. Is that good? I think so. Let me give you his season numbers though. 33 touchdowns, only three interceptions, and 3,000 yards. That's in 10 games. We still got a few more games left. Jamison Williams, old J-Mo, had six receptions for 158 yards and three touchdowns, had a 50-yard touchdown pass. He's averaging about 21 yards a catch. Oh, Jamison Williams. I mean, of course, the boy got. The boy got so much speed, man. And when he get the ball, he get behind the defense. It's over with. Good night. But let me give you his numbers for the season. 51 receptions. 1,028 yards and 10 touchdowns. Only 10 games. Like I said, he can boost that up some more. And let's talk about Will Anderson for a minute. Yes, sir. That boy, number 31. A beast. On the season, he's got 67 tackles. And 12 and a half sacks. Those look real damn good right there. Them numbers right there. There's a lot of Heisman talk about Will Anderson. I think he need to go to New York with Bryce Young for real. They need to ride together or something. Get in the back of the um of the bins or something like that. Y'all need to go on New York, man. Go and book them boys some tickets. Um Bryce Young and Will Anderson. Cause they're gonna be, in my opinion. Bryce gonna win the Heisman. Will Anderson gonna be run up. That's my opinion, man. That's just what I'm saying. So, but I know it's a lot of other guys out there that running back from Michigan State, the quarterback from Ohio State, uh, Matt Corral, whatever. It's some more guys out there. But if Bryce and uh, Will don't go to New York, it's irrelevant, in my opinion. All right, let's say we need to play solid on both sides these next two weeks. We got to, especially on the offensive-defensive line. Defense has stepped up, man. We are the fifth defense. We are ranked fifth in the nation in defense. A lot of people couldn't believe that when that stat went floating around Twitter this past weekend. Georgia ain't even number one. They number two. Wisconsin is number one in total defense in the whole nation. But Georgia's number two. Bama is number five, y'all. We right there. Everybody talking about, oh, Bama defense, so sorry. The, the only two games we really had where the defense struggled was the Florida game we almost lost and the Texas A&M game we lost. All the rest of the games, the defense was solid. Solid. And we going to need that defense to be solid once again this Saturday, next Saturday, and the Saturday after that in order for us to get in the playoffs. So, Defense got to carry us, man. The injury bug is biting our ass once again. We lost Rodell Williams, man. The bag up running back, number 23. That boy, bad boy, man. And he hurt his knee. He's out. He had surgery. Nick Saban, when he says significant and somebody has some surgery, they ain't coming back. It's over with. We already lost Jason McClellan early in the season. And, man, they... We shout right now, man. We got B-Rob and Trey Sanders. Trey Sanders need to get more run. He looked pretty good this past Saturday. He got like 12 carries, and he scored a touchdown. He looked like he got, you know, a little pop in his in his, uh, in his step. 
uh, B-Rob, we're going to have to be the workhorse like he did uh, some weeks back against Ole Miss. I love that. See that? I love to see B-Rob run the ball like he did come, coming on down the home stretch. The only running backs we got now, besides old B-Rob and Trey, is Christian Leary and DeMontre Kennedy. Those are the only running backs we have, and they have no experience whatsoever. So we uh, we got to hope and pray the offensive line steps up. They got to step up. We need the offensive line more than ever right now because you got to protect Bryce. Give Bryce time to go through his progressions. And if it's not, if nothing's there, Bryce got to take off and run, man, because I'm sure he can get about 10, 15 yards if he just runs the ball when nothing is there. But in my opinion, I think we should use Jalen Miro. Miro. We should use Jalen Miro to throw a little wrinkle into the offense, man. Give us that run pass option. Miro can run the ball. He can throw it a little bit too. Give him some play action. Give him some give him a couple options, man. Give him a limited playbook. Throw him out there in short yards. Let's see what we can do because the boy got talent. He wouldn't be on the team if he didn't have talent. And he can run the ball. He's tough, man. I say put him out there, man. But in conclusion, with me even saying that and saying all that I just said, I believe in Bryce. I do. I believe this is his time to shine down the home stretch. Let's win this Heisman. Let's win the SEC. And let's go win a national championship all on number nine's shoulders. That's right. Bryce Young, it's your time, baby. Shine. Show them why you came down here to Bama to win this championship, win that Heisman, and be the face of the town. Show them why you do it, Bryce. I believe in you. I know. I hope everybody else believe in them because I be, I be hearing a little doubters, man, some doubters out there that don't believe Bama. But we going to show y'all by hook or by crook. We going to show y'all, and it's going to happen. And they talking about uh, two loss Bama might get in. We might slide in the back door, sneak in. But guess what? You ain't got to worry about that because we ain't finna lose no more games. Y'all talking about two loss Bama get in. Oh, he's going to all hell going to break loose. Hell no. Bama got two losses. Ain't no two loss team ever made it to the playoff. Well, we ain't going to find out this year because we ain't going to have two losses going into the playoff. We going to have one loss just like George. And we're going to be number one. That's how much confidence I got in Bryce Young and Goat Save. All right. Before I move on, let's talk about how Auburn blew their 28-3 lead they had this past Saturday. Just like the Falcon did in the Super Bowl. Ain't that something, man? I reached out to all some Auburn fans that I know personally. I got no responses. Nobody wanted to come on the show and talk about what happened to Auburn. I didn't see the game. I was at the game. We both played at 11 o'clock in the morning with no excuse to talk about, oh, it's an early game. Mississippi State was sluggish to start off. Auburn had a 28-3 lead. They were celebrating. Bo Nix doing all that, what they did. Your boy caught the one-hand catch, all that. They were showing the highlights in the stadium. But what happened is, the boys walked their ass down and didn't look back. Mississippi State scored 40 unanswered points. How the hell do you give up 40 points in a row at home? How? Auburn, you can't die this one down, baby. This the most embarrassing L y'all done took in a while, man. I know Bo, Bo Nix broke his ankle. 
And uh, prayers up to Bo Nix, man. Hope he get get right, get better, go to the NFL, do what he got to do, whatever. But it's over with, man. Already is over with for y'all. Y'all probably going to lose this Saturday against South Carolina. But you're definitely going to take a L when we come stomping down there to Jordan Hare next Saturday. I'm telling you right now. But let me tell you what Will Rogers did to him, though, before I move on. 44 completions out of 55 attempts, 415 yards, and six touchdowns. He broke the record, the Mississippi State touchdown record on Auburn ass. Put a foot in their ass and left it there. That's what Will Rogers did. And think about this. The same Will Rogers we put on his back about 15, 20 times when Mississippi State can't no, we went to Mississippi State. I'm sorry. When we went to Mississippi State about four weeks ago and beat the brakes off them. So I don't want to hear nothing about that, Auburn. I don't want to hear that. So it's over with for y'all. I'm sorry. Auburn fans, y'all should have came on. Somebody should have stepped up and came on the show and spoke their piece. But since y'all didn't want to step up, I had to dog you. Because y'all finna catch L after L. And it's finna be a 6-6 six and six season for the Auburn Tigers. Yep. All right, I'm done with y'all. I'm done with y'all. I got a rumor, though. Hot rumor off the rumor mill. LSU just offered the Oklahoma coach, Lincoln Riley, eight-year, $96 million contract. That's the hot rumor going on right now, man. Eight-year, $96 million for him to leave Oklahoma come to LSU. Mm, mm, mm. I don't know, man. I'm thinking if he do that, he got to bring one of the quarterback with him, either Caleb Williams or Spencer Rattler. He got to bring one of the boys with him on the transfer, man. Because uh, LSU, I don't know what they got in the quarterback, what kind of team they going to have next year. But Lincoln Riley, he a hot coach. He a hot coach. I thought about they was talking about some NFL team might be interested in him. But if he go to LSU, come on to the SEC, I don't know what Oklahoma going to do. I don't know what Oklahoma going to do, man. But anyway, I just had to put that out because I just saw it breaking news or whatnot. We're going to talk about these big games. We got some big games coming up, man. Bama, number two Bama versus number 21 Arkansas. 230 CBS. We are a 21-point favorite. Of course, that game is in Brian Denny. It's senior day. It's the last home game for the Crimson Tide. Yours truly will be in attendance to cap off all seven games attended in the 2021. That's my achievement. All the games. All the home games. Bama fan. That's how I do it. Um, I expect us to kick ass. But it's going to be tough because Arkansas always play us tough, man. They always do. No matter where we play them at, they always bring the noise. So I respect that. And... I think we'll it'll be tight and then we'll pull away. Kind of like the Tennessee game was. That's what I'm kind of expecting Arkansas to play like that. Another big game we got coming up. This is probably bigger than the Alabama-Arkansas game. Number four, Ohio State at home versus number seven, Michigan State. That's 11 o'clock a.m. on ABC. Ohio State is a 19-point favorite. Big favorite for both teams got one loss. But this is going to be major for the Big Ten, let me tell you right now. Because in the Big Ten East, you got Ohio State 7-0 in the, um, in the conference. Michigan State and Michigan both 6-1 in the conference. But guess what? Michigan State beat Michigan. So they ahead of them. 
And all three teams are nine and one overall. But go to the Big Ten West where you got Wisconsin at five and two and Iowa at five and two in the conference. So one of those teams look like Wisconsin. If they went out uh they last two games, they'll be going to the Big Ten championship against look like it may be Ohio State. But if they lose this game, Ohio State, you got Michigan State who's probably gonna go because they already beat Michigan. But Michigan also has a chance to go if they win their last two games, which they'll be playing Ohio State next week. And I think they got, no, Michigan State has Penn State next week. It's going to be tough, man. I'm telling you, it's going down out there in that Big Ten. So y'all better buckle up for these next two weeks. Another big game, number three, Oregon versus number 23, Utah. That's a 6.30 ABC game. Utah is actually a three-point favorite. They're at home. This is an upset alert game for Oregon. Everybody seemed to be picking Utah because Oregon already took an L to uh, Stanford early in the season. One of the worst losses you could have because Stanford is terrible this year. So, and man, Utah win that game. It's over for the Pac-12. It's over for the Pac-12. Oregon is y'all only chance. So, Pac-12 Nation, y'all better pray Oregon win that game. And I, I bet that boy, big boy from Outcast, is going to be at the game too because his son, on um, Cross, plays for uh, Oregon. So I might have to check that out too, man. Might have to check that out when I get back from the Bama game. And number five, Cincinnati versus SMU. That's a 2.30 game on ESPN. Cincinnati is only 11-point favorite in that game. This is my upset alert pick because SMU ain't no joke, man. I know they don't play nobody. Cincinnati don't really play nobody either. But it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. And SMU might pull it off. What they to say for Cincinnati? If y'all been doing good all year, all season, 10 wins, whatnot, and you lose right before you have a chance to make it to the big dance. That'll be terrible for Cincinnati. But I don't know. They may win. I'm just putting them on upset alert because SMU seems to be rolling. So, it is what it is. All right. Let me run down the SEC schedule real quick for November the 20th of this Saturday. I already talked about Bama, Arkansas. Auburn, they got to go to Columbia, South Carolina on the road and face South Carolina, who has won a few games this year that they wasn't supposed to win. Including putting that thing on Florida a few weeks ago. Auburn will be playing Finley at quarterback because, of course, Bo Nix is out with the broken ankle. Uh, ooh, Auburn, y'all might lose their game, man. Y'all might lose. I hope y'all do. I hope y'all win. I was hoping Auburn won last week, so we'll be playing another ranked team on the 27, but it don't look like that because Auburn ain't ranked no more. So, I don't give a damn. South Carolina, I hope y'all beat Auburn because we don't like Auburn. Florida got to go to Columbia, Missouri to face the Missouri Tigers. Missouri going to beat Florida. Florida got five. Like They're going to have another loss. Man, Florida struggled against Sanford, man. Sanford. Not Stanford. Sanford. Florida was at home. A cupcake game. That's supposed to have been a cupcake game. You know Sanford and Birmingham, right? Sanford is just like Alabama State, okay? And Florida gave up 52 points, man. 
They was losing. They were tied up at halftime. 52 points to Sanford. Dan Muller trying to get, he trying to get fired at this point. Then you're going to win the game, put up 70 points on them at the end. You want to celebrate at the locker room like you done won the damn SEC. Florida, y'all should be shaming y'all self, Gator Nation. Shame on y'all. But guess what? After you lose to Missouri this Saturday, next Saturday, Florida State going to get at you. In Gainesville. So, be prepared. Georgia got an easy-ass game. They got Charleston Southern. They should beat them by 70 points. Um, after they beat Tennessee this past Saturday. I thought Tennessee, thought Tennessee had a chance, but no, Tennessee might have well laid down for the season. Kentucky will be facing Vanderbilt. They're going to beat the brace off Vanderbilt. LSU and Arkansas. That's a, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. LSU going against Louisiana Monroe. And Kentucky is going against New Mexico State. I was looking at the wrong thing. I'm so sorry. So, Kentucky got an easy win, and LSU got an easy win coming up. A lot of easy wins coming up, man. Vanderbilt also will be facing Ole Miss. Ole Miss going to beat the brace off Vanderbilt, man. Mississippi State versus Tennessee State. Hmm, cupcake. And Tennessee will be facing South Alabama. Another cupcake. Texas A&M against Pearview. And that's another cupcake. So, we got a lot of cupcake games. The only big game in the SEC this week is Bama and Arkansas. So, we done got through all that college football talk. We still got the NFL talk. We still got to talk about some college football and some NBA. Y'all sit tight. I'm going to take a small break. Give me something to drink. I'll be right back. Sports talking with JB. I'm just trying to step my cheese. I just want that bad though. I'm just trying to step my cheese. I just want that bad though. I just want that money, 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 money. Hey, hey, hey. money. I'm just trying to step my cheese. I just want that bad though. I'm just trying to step my cheese. I just want that bad though. I just want that money, 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 money. money. Yes, sir. We are back live. Sports talking with JB on this beautiful podcast Wednesday night, episode number 14. Make sure you download the Anchor app to listen to the podcast or catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Wherever you listen to your podcast, search Sports Talking with JB and save it so you can get all your notifications whenever we drop these podcasts every Wednesday night. You know it goes down. Follow us on Twitter at Young underscore ENT underscore. That's my personal Twitter. And follow the show at Sports Talk JB. Also got a couple more people for you to follow, man. Some of some of the, some of the fans of the show, some of my, my people. Follow my boy Brandon Simmons at B Simmons224 on Twitter. Shouts out to you, Brandon. And follow the Queen. The Queen at Lisa Simpson24. Follow her too, man. Both Bama fans, fanatics. They love the sport talking with JB show and they love to show love to the Crimson Tide. So y'all do that. And let me give a shout out to uh, Shannon at Anime's Wingstop. It's her birthday. Happy birthday to you, Shannon. Shouts out to Sonya as well. Those two women run the Anime's Wingstop. Great customer service, great food down there. And Warrior, Alabama, and the surrounding areas. Make sure y'all go get that JB meal. Go get the JB meal, please. It's $9.99 for a limited time. 
They also have a lot of other great food there too. They got the catfish, the pork chop, they got salads, all type of desserts, them cheese sticks, the bomb. I'm gonna go down there again this weekend. I might go down there and get me another JB meal. I went down last Saturday. Food was delicious, man. Delicious. I posted the video on my social media. Y'all check that out with the JB meal, hot and fresh. Ate the whole thing. Yup. Whole thing. Somebody said that's a big boy meal. It is a big boy meal. I gained a few pounds since that JB meal came out. But you know it is what it is. Let's get into the NFL talk, man. NFL recap. You know how we do around about this time every Wednesday night. Before I get into the Cowboys, see you wait. I know I couldn't get you on the show tonight. That boy, Maine, on hey, hey, I'm going to get y'all boy back on real soon because y'all tore it up last week. Yeah, man. Y'all tore it up last week. Great show last week. Shouts out to DJ Seaway and Maine, my two brothers, my partners. And, hey, it's going down. Top five. Let me do the top five team, man. Cowboys back at number one. Yo, I know last week the Cowboys were number five. I had to drop them because what happened the week before lad to the Bronco. But they bounced back. So they going back up at number one. Super Bowl favorite, Dallas Cowboy. Number two, I'm going to give it to the Green Bay Packers. Yep, let's give it to the Packers. Aaron Rodgers back. That defense legit, though. The defense is holding it down for the Packers. So that's why I'm putting them at number two. Number three, I got the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals been struggling as of late. They got their ass whooped by Cam Newton and the Carolina Panthers. But they didn't have Kyler Murray. They didn't have um, Hopkins. The running back is out. They got some injuries, man. They, they dealing with that injury bug over there in Arizona. But all them guys going to come back, and they going to get it rolling, I believe, toward the home stretch. And they have a great coach too, man. Uh, Kingsbury, he's a great coach. Number four. Let me give some love to the Tennessee Titans, man. The Tennessee Titans have the best record in the AFC. They're 8-2, I believe. And I got to get the Titans some love, man. I thought they are going to be on the bye week this week. But they just beat five teams in a row who was all in the playoffs last year. Five straight teams against five playoff teams. Nobody has that on their resume. And they're doing it with Derrick Henry out. They doing it without Derrick Henry. Julio Jones out. Julio Jones is on IR with the hamstring issue. Man, that defense is real. They doing what they have to do to win the game, and I respect that. Tennessee Titans right now, the best team in the AFC. And number five, I was going to go with the Buffalo Bills, but I just can't forgive them for losing to the Jaguars the other week. And then the Ravens, they lost to the Dolphins last Thursday. So, I'm going with New England Patriots. Number five in the top five, Mac Jones, the Patriots, they on the road, man. I got to get them boys some love. The New England Patriots are going to the playoffs. They in the top five. So I got Cowboys, Packers, Cardinals, Titans, Patriots. Top five. Bottom five, the five sorriest teams in the NFL. <sighs> Number five, the Miami Dolphins. I know they just beat the Ravens. I know Tua came in, won the game. But that team is a mess, man. They really are. The only good thing about that team is a healthy Tua and Jalen Waddle. They got issues on both sides of the ball. But they somehow they won the game. And they, they got a few wins. 
But the Dolphins are not good, y'all. So they're the fifth in the bottom five. Four, the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't know how they beat the Buffalo Bills a couple weeks ago, but the Jaguars still sorry as hell, man, and they ain't going no damn well. So they the fourth sorry team. Three, New York Jets are terrible, man. Terrible. They won a couple games. Don't know how they did it. They actually beat the Titans. Barely beat the Titans early in the season, but Jets, they about to start Joe Flacco, man. Joe Flacco about to start next week against the Dolphins. That's going to be a game right there, man. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, the second worst team in the NFL, Houston Texans. No questions about it. They are bad, bad, bad. And the sorriest, worst, garbage, trash, bottom feeder of the NFL, once again, those Detroit Lions. They didn't lose. Hold on. They did not lose this past Sunday, but they didn't win either. It was a damn tie. A tie. They couldn't even beat Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. Detroit Lions catch that L once again, and the L stands for lose because that's all y'all seem to do, except last week when you tied. But if you didn't win, guess what? You lost in my book. So those are the bottom teams, man, the bottom fielders. We got Dolphins, Jaguars, Jets, Houston Texans, Detroit Lions. All right. Let me recap the NFL before we go into the big game, man, last week. How about them Cowboys? See what he said it last week. They steal them boys. They slaughtered the Falcons 43-3, man. 43-3. Beat the brakes off Atlanta, man. Atlanta had a good win the week before they beat the Saints. They helped your boy out. They helped out my Buccaneers. And then they helped us out again by losing the following week. <laughs> Ain't that so? Speaking of Buccaneers and Falcons, December 5th, I'll be at that game in Atlanta, man. That's my birthday. That's a week before my birthday. I got to go see the GOAT in Atlanta like I did last year. And right now, I'm going to talk about my books, too. Let me talk about my books. Cowboys, y'all did what y'all had to do. I ain't got nothing else to say about that. Self-explanatory. Y'all back on the good side. <sighs> Buccaneers. The Bucks are a stupid team. I'm going to say that once again. The Bucs are a stupid team. I didn't say, Coach B.A. said that. Bruce Aaron said that. The coach said that. To the media, sitting down, talking, said they're a stupid team. Dumb penalties. They came off a bye week. They was on a bye week. Came, first game off a bye week. First damn play. They couldn't even get the playoff because they had a penalty. I don't know, man. Defense cannot get off the field. Let me tell y'all this. They had a game against the Washington football team. They lost to a team without a name. A team who was in my bottom five last week, but I had to pull them out because they beat the Bucs. This right here is the, the depressing part. I know Brady had two interceptions early in the first quarter. Whatnot. Well, no, it was not his fault. Was not his fault, but they bounced back. They came back, pulled within four, and then this happened. Going into the fourth quarter, Washington, Taylor Heineke, Heineken, whatever his name is, 19 play drive, took up 10 minutes and 26 seconds. Damn near the whole fourth quarter. 
He took up damn near the whole fourth quarter, man, on a 19-play drive to end the game. And then the last play, goal line, they walk in the end zone. I mean, ridiculous. Defense could not get off the damn field, man. Brady's starting to look frustrated right now. I can tell you, I know Brady because I've been following Brady for the 21 years of his career. And I know that look, he look a little frustrated right now. Brady ain't really got nothing to prove, man. He got seven rings. He got Super Bowl MVPs. He got all type. Of, he was on the MVP. He was on the MVP. I can't even say the damn word. He was climbing the MVP ladder. Right now, he done went down a little bit because of what done happened this past week. But I'm going to tell you this. We need A.B., Tonyo Brown, and Gronk back ASAP. I heard A.B. was in a walk, out of the walking boot, but then I heard he was back in the walking boot. Gronk, I don't know what's going on, man. The ribs or something going on with Gronk. Richard Sherman is out again. He tried to come back, and he got hurt again. He on IR. He'll be out a few weeks. Sean Murphy Bunting is not back yet. What's going on? I thought he was supposed to be back a couple weeks after the bye week. Carlton Davis still out. We beat up in the secondary. We got so many injuries, man. I don't know what's going on with the Bucks, but it started to look like they ain't going to make the Super Bowl, which I think the Cowboys are going to make it anyway. But they looking like probably about the fourth or fifth best team in the NFC right now, and that's not good. So, I don't know. They ain't no stupid team. B.A. just trying to say something to get them boys fired up, man. They make uh, stupid mistakes as far as the penalties and whatnot, but – B.A. Byron Leftwich, y'all got to get it together, man, on that offense. And the defense, come on, Todd Bowles, man. Come on. This supposed to be the strong suit. And y'all give another 19-play drive, man, 10 minutes. Come on, man. Please. Please get it together. I'm begging. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get this together. It ain't looking too good. So let me leave it alone. I'm just going to leave it alone. Buccaneers will be all right. They'll be all right. But let's talk about these Patriots, though. They are red hot right now. And let me say it. They are looking like a Super Bowl contender. I tweeted out this past Sunday, Prisoner of the Moment, that the Patriots and the Cowboys are going to be in the Super Bowl this year. That's my prediction after the game Sunday because they beat the brace out of Cleveland Brown 45-7 and the Cowboys slaughtered Atlanta. So they were looking like the two best teams to me. I was in the moment, but if it happens, I said it first. Just know that. Patriots, Cowboys in the Super Bowl at so far in February. I said it right there. And before we move on, man, OBJ went to L.A. Yep. We were talking about where OBJ was going to go. Odell ended up in L.A. with the Rams, man. The Rams loaded up. Rams loaded up. If y'all had known, on defense, they got Jalen Ramsey. They just got Vaughn Miller last week. You got Aaron Donald, probably one of the best defensive players ever. You got a pretty good defense already. Then you add OBJ to Cooper Cup. Robert Woods is out now. Robert Woods, ACL, the same day they signed OBJ. Ain't that so? What a coincidence. I, I think Odell thought he was going to come in there and have his way, but it, went, it didn't look too good this past Monday because they took a big L. To the 49. The 49ers straight dirt dog the Rams, man. Beat the brace off the Rams on Monday Night Football. They look like all hype to me, in my opinion. But I don't trust them. 
They should be the favorite to come out the NFC, but I still don't trust them because Matt Stafford ain't never been in the big moment. So we gonna see. We gonna see about that. Uh, let me. I got the midseason awards. I gotta talk about the midseason award because we a little bit past the midseason. But I'm gonna give y'all the sports talking with JB NFL midseason awards right now. Right now, offensive rookie of the year. That boy Mac Jones, Mac Ten. Mac Jones is doing his thing. He then brought the Patriots, who was on the downside. He done brought them up again. They got a winning record. They are one game behind the Buffalo Bills for the lead in the AFC East. And Belichick's doing a hell of a job over there. But Mac Jones is doing his damn thing, y'all. Offensive rookie of the year. Defensive rookie of the year. I'm going to go Michael Parsons. He been showing out for the Cowboys. And... The boy can't be blocked, man. He's unblockable. He's doing what he got to do. He's out there, and he's making plays. Michael Parsons, defensive rookie of the year. Offensive player of the year, uh, I'm going to go Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup leading the league in receptions, receiving yards, touchdowns. He's the number one target, and he's, he's man, he don't drop no balls now. Cooper Cup, that that boy bad, that boy bad. What the best wide receiver, white white boy wide receiver. I'm telling you, play for the Rams, man. Defensive Player of the Year, Trayvon Diggs. He got eight interceptions. He caught one that past Sunday. The boy got eight interceptions, man. He looking like he about to have ten interceptions or more on the season. Trayvon Diggs, cornerback, built by Bama for the Cowboys. My coach of the year, I'm going to go Mike Vrabel for the Tennessee Titans because what he's doing with a banged-up roster, he doing a damn thing, man. I thought about going on Cliff Kingsbury, but mm-mm, I got to go Mike Vrabel, man. He he He's coach of the year right now. And the MVP, most valuable player, that boy Dakota Rain Prescott, Dak. It's the MVP. He had a bad game, which all the court, everybody that had a bad game. Lamar had a bad game. Brady had a bad game. All these players who was in the MVP discussion, look at Stafford, he had two bad games. Dak had one bad game and he missed the game. He is back, and I believe he got a big test coming up this week. But I believe in Dak, and I think Cowboy Nation believe in him And he gonna win the MVP You look at that You got three Cowboys You got the off, the defensive rookie of the year The defensive player of the year And the MVP All from the Cowboys The stars are aligning in Big D right now And I know Jerry Jones loving it I know he loving it I gotta get him boy love though. I gotta give him love Alright Big games for week 11 man And we got some big ones Tomorrow night Thursday night football, the New England Patriots, who are 6-4 versus the 4-5 and five Atlanta Falcons in the ATL Thursday night football. If I ain't had to work Friday, I probably would have went to that game. But anyway, uh, Pat, the Pats are a seven-point favorite in Atlanta. Atlanta about to take another L, and Matt Jones about to show out, man. He about to show out. So that's going to be a good game. I will be watching that game tomorrow night. Cowboys 7-2 versus Don't look now But the Chiefs are 6-4 They beat the brakes off the Raiders This past Sunday night And Mahomes looking like he might be back I said he was already mm, I'm scratching my neck right now Because I don't know But anyway Cowboys and the Chiefs 
325 this Sunday on Fox. The Chiefs are actually a two and a half point favorite because they are at home. I think the Cowboys are going to win because they got the better defense. It might be a shootout, but that's going to be a game to watch there on Sunday afternoon. Let me go with the Saints. Five and four Saints versus the four and six Eagles. That's 12 o'clock on Fox. Philly is a one and a half point favorite. They're at home. And don't look right now, but Jalen Hurts and them Eagles are hot. They done got a couple games and then won. And if they win this game here, they'll be five and six and right in the wild card race. So don't sleep on them Eagles right now. The Packers, eight and two. Versus the four and five Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Packers are favored by two. That game is 12 o'clock on Fox in Minnesota. They always play the Packers tough. Always. Old Kirk Cousin, fur cousin. He need this, man. If the Vikings don't win this game, they ain't going no damn well. No well. So they got to win this game. And the Packers have been rolling. That's going to be a good one right there. Sunday night football. The Steelers, 5-3-1 with that damn tie. Are going against the Los Angeles Chargers, who are 5-4. That's the Sunday night football game in L.A. Chargers are six-point favorite. Big Ben still out with COVID, man. He did not play last week. If he would have played, they would have beat the damn Lions. And it looked like he not playing this week either. And Minka Fitzpatrick is out with COVID. That's a shame, man, because the Steelers were doing so good. They about to take another L. I don't know, man. I really don't know. But anyway, that's Sunday night football game. And Monday night, we got the New York football Giants, who are 3-6 versus the 6-3 Tampa Bay Super Bowl champion Buccaneers. Monday night football, that game is in Tampa. They are 11-point favorite. And I expect them to kick some ass because they need to be mad as hell coming up this Monday night. And they need to beat the snot out of the Giants. So, I'll be watching that game, of course. We'll see. And before I move on, before I move on, I did say I was going to talk about the playoff uh, predictions and all that. Because we get almost getting to that. It's about time to start looking at the playoffs in the NFL. I'm going to give y'all my seven. AFC and NFC teams because this is how it works. The number one seed gets the bye, and then we have three uh, wild card playoff games. So, with that being said, in the AFC, I'm gonna go with the Titans to be number one, man. I'm gonna go with the Titans to keep rolling, and they'll be the number one seed in the AFC. My second seed team, I got the Ravens. I got the Patriots, the third seed, over the Bills. I got the Chiefs, the fourth seed. And then my three, five, six, and seven, I got the Bills at five, I got the Chargers at six, and I got the Steelers sneaking in with the last playoff seed in the AFC because of that damn tie. I think that tie going to do them some good. So that's what I got going on right there. And if we do, I'm looking at it right now. So if we do the three games, we'll have Ravens and Steelers, Patriots and Chargers, Chiefs and Bills. Those will be the three playoff matchups in the AFC if this goes how I see it. Let's look at the NFC real quick. Will we please? I got number one. I got Green Bay. I got the Packers getting the home field and the bye in the NFC. Number two seed, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. 
Three, I got the Cowboys because I think they'll lose a couple games. Then I got the Buccaneers at four because I think we'll lose a couple games. Fifth seed, Rams. Sixth seed, I got the Saints. And then the seventh seed, I'm going to go with the 49ers because I like what I saw with them this past week. They got a hell of a running game. Debo Samuel is a beast. The best wide receiver with the ball in his hand after the catch in the league. And Jimmy G, is he's all right. He all right, I guess. But 49ers, they got a straight defense too. They, they all right. They're pretty solid. So the, the matchups will look like Cardinals versus 49ers, Cowboys versus Saints, Bucks versus Rams. Ooh, that's some good playoff football right there. If it goes how I see it, these are my predictions. We still got about seven, eight weeks left in the NFL, but that's how I see it right there. So that's all the NFL talk, man, for the night. We still got to talk about some basketball. Let me get into the basketball real quick before we get up out of here, man. Speaking of basketball, damn the Lakers getting their ass kicked as we speak, man. They were just up by 10. Now they down by 10. Giannis having a field day, too. Mm-mm-mm. Anyway, let's start our college basketball, man. I'm going to talk about Bama for a minute because I've been wanting to talk about them for a while. So, I went to the game this past Friday, Bama versus South Dakota State Jackrabbits. And we won the game. It was a good game. We took off at the end of the game, did what we had to do. All right. Watch the game last night against South Alabama. Totally different. We had 14 turnovers in 12 minutes. Man, I don't know what the hell went on last night. They would turn the ball over left and right. They played so sloppy, so bad. South Alabama is a team full of number transfers. They barely even got a, a a decent enough team. They play hard. They are scrappy. But ain't no way we should have we should have beat the brace off South Alabama by at least 30 points. But it didn't it didn't go that way. We struggled, but we won the game, so that's all that matters at the end. But anyway, my assessment of the team, we are 3-0 right now, number 14 in the nation. Got a big game coming up this Friday versus Oakland. That's a 7 p.m. tip-off this Friday night. In Coleman Coliseum, I may or may not attend. I don't know yet. But we looking good. We got three great guards who can handle the ball with Jalen Shackerford, who's a sniper from the three-point range. Javon Quinterly can do it all, man. He can shoot the ball, take the rim, pass. That boy tough, man. He, he had a great game last Friday night. I didn't even know because Shackerford and Quinterly look alike on the court. They do. Shaq for number five and Quinterly number 13. But they, they both all looking like light-skinned boy. They got the same kind of hair. But that boy Shaq done put on some muscle, man. He look a little strong. I see he driving the ball more. And I like to see that. I love to see the aggressive play. They just got to be careful with the, with the basketball. And that boy J.D. Davidson, man. J.D. Davidson is explosive. He's not a shooter by no means. Not by no means. He's a great passer and a great finisher. And I like the way he kind of settles down and comes in off the bench and then he ends the game and he makes some good plays. I like J.D. He's got a, a great upside. But the best all-around player on the team is Keon Ellis. I call him Keon MFing Ellis. He a bad man, I'm telling you. He can score. He can defend with the best of them. 
And he can make big shots, take big shots. That boy doing the thing, man. Keon Ellis right now is looking like one of, will be a finalist for one of the best players in the league. He's playing great right now. I just hope he keeps it going. He's a senior. Keon, is he's a leader on the team. He's actually taking that Herb Jones position. He's a better Herb Jones to me because Herb could do the thing, handle the ball, uh, defend. Herb couldn't shoot. Keon can shoot that thing. I'm telling you, man. I love me some Keon Ellis. Let me see who now who got the most upside on the team before we move on. Charles Biniaco. Hey, he's from Ontario, Canada. Seven foot. He got great foot feet work, inside presence, and that pick and roll I see. I seen him and Quinterly run it a couple times last, last night. I saw him and JD run it. Hey, man, that boy rolled to the rim. He catch that ball. He going straight up with it. He in no hesitation. I like that. He has great upside. He's a freshman. If he can make his free throws, because he's going to get fouled a lot. If he can work on his free throws and maybe get a little mid-range jump or something, he'll be unstoppable. It's unstoppable. Remember the name, Beniaco. That's what I call him. Alright, so I talked about the last night's game with the turnovers. We was too sloppy. We got to clean up that mess, though. I'm glad we did it early in the season against a team that wasn't so good. So they have some film to look at and say, hey, we got to clean this up. We got to crash the boards. We got to move the ball. This team has so much potential, man. But the turnovers going to kill us if we don't get it right. So I, I believe in Coach Oates. This is third year. This is his team. He's handling. He's got some veterans in the backcourt. And I think them boys on their way to a final four. Uh, final four. I believe. That's what I believe. But we also, man, we got some great teams out there. Gonzaga and UCLA right now, the two top teams in the pack. Hey, they deep too. Deep teams. They got great talent. They got some leaders on their flow and some great coaching. Uh, Duke. Hey, dude, look like they back in the fold. Baylor's a great team. Houston, I saw them last night win. They, man, they beat somebody like 74 to 47. I was like, ooh, they held a team of 47 points. We got to play Houston, too. Yes, we do in December. And we got to play Baylor in January. Man, we, we got to play Gonzaga in December. Boy, we got a schedule. Alabama got a hell of a schedule, y'all. Uh, Arkansas is good, too. Tennessee. Auburn is all right. Hey, we got some good teams in the SEC, man. Can't forget about Kentucky. But Bama, we got we got a tough schedule, and I believe we can overcome if everybody stays healthy. I heard Jawan Gary will be okay. Had a scary injury last Friday, but he's the cleanup man. Hey, we'll be all right, man. Big game this Saturday, too. Number five, Villanova versus number 17, Tennessee. That's going to be a good game. Saturday, I'm going to have to see what time that is and what channel that come on. And let's move on before, if we can, to the NBA real quick. Let's talk about the NBA a little bit. Because Golden State, the Warriors look like they are, they about to do something, man. Them boys beat the Braves off KD and the Brooklyn Nets last night. Beat him by like 20-some points. Curry showed his ass and put up a 40-piece. Hit nine three-pointers. He is the MVP right now. Steph Curry, I know we like only 14, 15 games in. Warriors the best team, man. They 12-2. Steph is the MVP. Clay on his way back. 
They saying Clay Thompson right now, man, he 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 doing full contact practice. So if Clay Thompson come back in a few more weeks, couple more weeks, and get acclimated into this back into this offense, where everybody know Draymond know what to do, Steph know what to do, the coach been there forever. Hey, it's going down. So y'all don't sleep on Golden State, man. I know they. Hey, it seems like a trendy pick right now, but mm-mm, they look tough, man. And speaking of Brooklyn Nets, they look very suspect right now. I don't think KD can carry these boys, man. Harden don't seem like he himself right now. Harden ain't he ain't playing like he used to play. I don't know what's going on. Is he is he overweight? I don't know, man. But I think Harden he'll have his games where he explode, but he just not doing what he used to do right now. It's early. Maybe he's not into it. I don't know. But Kyrie. Most likely I ain't going to play. I said I wasn't going to talk about him no more, so I'm not. But this team is old, man. Y'all talking about the Lakers were old. Man, Blake Griffin, Paul Mills, Sal, LaMarca, Aldridge, Patty Mill. Man, they old, man. Them boys all in their 30s. And they looking like they looking like it too on the court. Man, I saw Blake Griffin look exhausted last night. LaMarca Aldridge can't keep up with nobody. Hey, Woo-hoo. I don't know in the East. Talk about these top teams in the East right now. The Wizards, they young. They 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 looking like, hey, they got them old Lakers on the team. They got Montrez over there, Kuma, KCP over there, Dinwiddie, Bradley Beal. That's a mean star fire right there. Then they got some other, uh, Hachimura, and they got some good players in Washington. If they can put it all together, I don't see them going nowhere far. They're going to make the playoffs, but I don't see them going to no conference final nothing like that. They could probably win a series. But the team for real out there, who who real is the legit team, Chicago Bulls. Hey, Bulls ain't no joke, man. They beat the brace off the Lakers the other night. DeMar DeRozan putting up 30 pieces. You got Zach Levine putting up 30 and 40. Even Lonzo Ball hit six and seven three. Hey, the Bulls ain't they ain't playing, man. The Bulls ain't bullshitting. I'm telling you that now. Um. Miami Heat, they they for real. So even Cleveland Cavaliers are good, but it's early, like I said. And then in the West, you looking like man, the Lakers not looking too good. Braun coming back though. They say he gonna play Friday. They play Boston on Friday night. I'll be looking forward to that. I got a big Friday. We got Alabama playing Lakers in Boston. Friday night SmackDown, man. Friday gonna be ooh Friday night. Y'all ain't gonna be able to reach me. Hey, if anybody try to reach me on Friday night, I may or may not be at Coleman Coliseum. If I'm not at Coleman, I had a game on my phone. I had a Lakers game on the t- on my iPad, and I have SmackDown on the TV. Cause I gotta watch all that, man. But the Lakers, we gotta stay healthy. We do, and make Westbrook work or trade him. The reason I say or trade him. Because the trade deadline is like February. So we got about two months to see if we can make this thing work with Westbrook. When LeBron get back on the floor, how will we use Westbrook? I was under the impression they would use him like Wade when Bron and Wade was together. You know, I thought this would be a better version of LeBron, D-Wade, and Chris Bosh. With AD being a better version of Bosh and Westbrook being a more explosive D-Wade. But... I don't know. It don't look like maybe it's Coach Vogue. Vogue on the hot seat right now, man. We in win now mode, and I don't know if Coach Vogel can put the right rotations out there 
and put the right ingredients in this in this gumbo and make this thing pop. We gonna find out. I say I'm gonna give them about 20, 25 games to see if this thing will work. If not, somebody gotta go. Either Westbrook, Vogel, somebody got to go, man. Because LeBron, hey, you about to be thirty seven, man, next month. You gotta make this thing work, man. We only got probably a handful of more years, and. Bron gotta get him another ring, man. I want him to get two more. But if he get one more ring, I'll be I'll be satisfied. Cause that's just the LeBron fan in me, man. Then you're 19, man. You're 19. Bron, you gotta start doing all that dunking, man. He that's why he hurt his abdominal now. Straining his abdominal. LeBron ain't played ball in about two, three weeks. Last game he played, he had a dunk fest. He dunked about four, five times, did a reverse windmill. I believe that's where he pulled that hamstring or that that uh, abdominal muscle. But, hey, it is what it is. We got like 65 more games left, man. And like I was saying, Bucks and Lakers playing right now. The Bucks eight and six, six and eight. They got a losing record. Lakers are eight and seven. So, I expect... Let's just check back in about February, like I said, around the All-Star break, and see where everybody at, man. Because it's kind of too early to tell in the NBA. But it's a lot of action. I love to see the games on TV every night. And, of course, I watch my Lakers because I got the lead pass. So I'm not missing a Laker game. That's why I'm so in-depth and I know what I'm talking about. But we're going to see how this thing work out. All right. Man, I had to fit all that basketball talk in with this football talk. I, I just love this part of the season, man. We getting close to Thanksgiving next week. I will have a show next week before Thanksgiving. Then we got to talk about that. Ah, boy, ooh, we got a big show next week. Huge show. Humongous. I don't know what I'm going to do next week. But until then, y'all, make sure you put somebody on the podcast. You know the motto. Put somebody on. Share it. Uh, I appreciate everybody for listening. Looking out for your boy, man. Shouts out to all the sponsors out there. Capital City Dent Repair, Exquisite Barman Style, Anime's Wingstop. Go get that JB Mill, $9.99. Look us up on the uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all that good stuff, man. Follow Sports Talker with JB. And hit your boy on the text line. Like I say, man, 334-609-4787. We're going to have a big show lined up. Y'all stay tuned, man. Watch watch out for the Twitter and just get ready for next next week because it's going down. It's really going down for Mama and uh, Auburn Iron Bowl week. Mm-mm. I love it. I just do. And I'll be in T-Town this Saturday, Brian Denny, for Senior Day, the last home game, Alabama versus Arkansas, number two versus number 21. Big game, the biggest game of the week in the SEC. Your boy will be there, man, for the home finale of the 2021 season. So if anybody going to the game, man, y'all let me know, man. Hit the text line, hit the DM, let me know. Hey, man, JB, I'm going to the game. I'll be out there early. I'll be out there three, four hours for kickoff. Y'all know where to find me. So just holler at your boy, man. Holler at your boy. And like I say, I'm still trying to talk to Greg Byrne to get something going for season three sports talking with JB next football season. So it is what it is, though, man. I appreciate all the love and support I'm getting, man, for real. With that being said, 
y'all enjoy y'all day, y'all night, y'all evening, whatever time of the day it may be when you listen to this. I'm your boy JB, and I'm out.